is now the ultimate power in the universe. At last, we will reveal ourselves. Hello there. We're here, we're back, and welcome to a very special episode of Lightsaber Radio, your weekly hive of bounty and tribute for anything and everything Book of Boba Fett. If you haven't already, make sure you smash that subscribe button, hit the notification bell to join our live shows, and if you like this video, drop us a like. It means the whole galaxy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the episode three discussion for the book of Boba Fett. Let's go. (laughs) I would like to collectively say that I think the tone for this episode is a disappointment. Yes? Yeah. yeah. Um, If you guys are sick of me bashing on Book of Boba Fett yet, you probably don't want to listen to this episode. (laughs) Ooh, no, I'm just playing. <laughs> no, I can agree that that oh, was, still that was to the really. Episode. Yeah, please do. Please listen to the episode, please. We need the views. Um, I think there were absolutely some really, really good points this episode. There were some bits that made me laugh. There was some really good action. How amazing was Black Chrysanthemum? Oh my goodness. Terrifying. Imagine being. Fa- right, imagine you are fast asleep. You are in the deepest, most dream filled sleep you've ever had. And like a six foot seven Wookiee <laughs> rips you out of your bed and beats the hell out of you. <laughs> like, I hate being a, woken up gently. <laughs> that was almost a thumbnail. I was actually going to do the toenail. I was going to do Boba no, Fett's toe sticking up, pointing out. No. Like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> that shit was terrible. I... Like, why is his toe doing that? Like, he's just getting squeezed and his toe goes up like that. Like, what the hell? I, I said this literally 20 seconds ago before we went live. But if I have to see his, if I have to see Tamara Morrison's feet do that one more time, no. <laughs> okay, it's unnecessary. so. Overall, yeah, so let's go around. Thoughts. Mm-hmm. Overall. I'll go first this time. Oh, Lord. <laughs> uh, I have seen B-rated movies that look better than this episode. Amen, bro. <laughs> there was yeah, things was... that happened in this episode that just, first, they just didn't make sense. I don't know what was going on. I was looking at the overall, like, the aesthetics of the thing. Like, what? This don't even make sense. This don't even look good. I don't understand why they're doing this. Like, it was just... It was painful to watch. There was some very good parts, and, and, and I do like the the parts that they had in it, like the fight scene between BK and and Boba and the the biker gang and all that little stuff. That that was cool. You know what I'm saying? They dropped them in a raker pit, and yeah. I think that now that BK has a life debt to Boba, I think that's where he's gonna come in to be working for Boba. I see like Boba's building right now. He's building his team. So I see where the story is going. I'm just not thinking that they're doing a very good job of telling it. Like it's this is this is it's painful to watch this. Like like what is go what like oh man. I did like the fact of that it showed us why he left the the uh Tuscan Raiders. I mean, let them let them rest in peace in the sand. I mean, I thought that was pretty good. They were all dead and he had to burn them and he had a little tear in his eyes, so like you could kind of see. very moving. You kind of see moving. what what made Boba become soft. You know, kind of gives Not a little soft. bit of background <laughs> on, on on 
how he turned into Boba female. Um, but <laughs> he. Uh, I'm sorry. Do you, I'm sorry. Do you want to? Do, do you want to? Want you to do that one again? <laughs> hey, I was gonna call him something else, but I, I, I'm trying not to cuss. So there was there was some plot in there. There just was like a weird way of them telling it. It was very. It was just very disappointing. I, I don't know anything else to say. I'm just watching it this morning, and I'm like, what is what? What are they doing? And then I have this really bad feeling. They brought Danny in. It's like now you're bringing in superstars to kind of, you know what I'm saying, fill in, fill in, like just draw people's attention to the show. And I don't see there being like, it's more like a, like what what you say before, Garrison? It's like, it's a money grab. It's not, they're trying to tell a story. They're just running off the, the name of Boba Fett. And it's like, and they're doing a very bad job of it. It's like, this is not even entertaining. Because most yeah. kids, this is the thing. People are saying, a lot of people, I've heard a lot of people say that it has to do, they're making it for the, the new age Star Wars fans, which is in between the ages of 25 and like 15. That's the new age Star Wars fan. None of these people even know who Boba Fett is. So it's like... Don't sit here and gatekeep Boba Fett, you beast. I'm not you gatekeeping him, I'm just that. being honest. Okay, but it's a, it's a fair thing to say. Most young generations don't have the same kind of attachment to Boba Fett as the older generation. I don't counter-argue that, but I choose not to. I don't counter-argue. Go ahead. I have a two-year-old little girl whose favorite toy... Yeah. Since, ...since she could comprehend watching it has been Boba Fett. Every time we put on that show, she loses her shit. Every time I put on, like, I have a helmet. Every time I play with the helmet. Every time, like, the Funko Pop. I Like, she's the one that got me. She's the one that got me to buy the ornament for the tree. Like, that was her more That's than adorable. me. And but this is I the don't thing. see the gatekeeping thing. I see... I'll let Kyle finish his point first, and then I, I want to go next. I really do. I want to rebuttal. I'm not. I'm not trying to upset anyone. I just. I play. I was playing. I was playing. I was playing. <laughs> There's just a. There. I don't know, man. It's just when you look at it, like, and honestly, most people do not have the the relationship with Boba Fett as somebody that's been around for a long time or a super Star Wars fan. Now, if you're a super Star Wars fan and you're in the age of you know 15 to 25. You're going to know who Boba Fett is. You're going to know the importance of Boba Fett. You're going to see Boba Fett all the time. So you might know. But overall, a new fan coming in that they're trying to draw in is not going to understand this. And then they're going to be like, okay, well, why am I watching this? This ain't even good. It'd be different if it was good. That's what made The Mandalorian so good is because The Mandalorian had a plot. It had a, a goal. It had something. It's like there's like... Nothing happening. It's like, okay, what you, I mean, I understand you got to build your team up. You got to show your power, but you're not showing no power. You're not like, dude, I would fight Bobo Fair right now. Just like I am right now. I would, I would fight him. Like not, not even Dark Sway fighting him. Kyle, fight him. you can't. I'm pretty sure I could whoop Man, his ass. You, you, <laughs> I, could, I could whoop Yoda's ass. I could whoop. No, Dark Sway could whoop Yoda's anyone. ass. Dark Sway could whoop Palpatine. Dark Sway can't die. He's immortal. So I don't have to worry about it. I could whoop everybody. And they can't use the force. I'm going to have the ring. We're not. We are not playing this game. I'm High talking about city. me personally as me. As somebody that's boxing and got some martial arts behind in my background, I could whoop Bubble Fett's ass. Like, uh -huh. Boba Fett is not scary uh -huh. at all. He is not uh -huh. scary. Uh -huh. Boba uh -huh. Fett back in the day, 
I, I wouldn't even have tried it because Boba Fett would be blast your fucking face off. Damn, I, I tried not to cuss. But, you know what I'm saying? You was going to get jacked up by Boba Fett. Now it's like, oh, I got to do is just talk to him and tell him he's pretty or something. And he'll be like, just be like, okay. So, so I'm stealing the microphone for a second. I'm stealing before this goes any further. I think what's happening is if you follow like the Godfather format, when when the story starts he's not know like with Boba Fett he doesn't know what he's doing he does not know how to be a crime lord it's like why is he being a crime lord if there is no crime happening that is a fair assumption to make and that is a fair critique to make but following the Godfather format it takes a while he has to fail before he succeeds this is why I think Fennec in every episode all she has done is question his integrity she's questioned his decisions she's questioned his his leadership she is constantly pushing him to remind him that this is not the path to be taking. And I think Boba really has to make his own mistakes. And also, also, Rodriguez is in charge of the majority of these first episodes. I don't think Favreau, Filoni, whichever one it is, comes in until the end. So whatever Rodriguez is doing IMDB, it says fine. that, uh, it, um, well, uh, not Dave, but, um, Favreau is the director of all of them, but I ain't, see, I ain't seen him direct I one. Yeah, I don't, I don't see, I don't see this being him. This isn't a him kind of story. Well, this is my thing. Uh, Dave, I mean, John and Dave wrote these, wrote this crap. That's the problem. That's where my biggest hurt is at. They wrote this shit. Like y'all wrote this. Y'all are the lead producers on this episode, on, on the whole book of Boba Fett. And what really makes me mad, it scares me. This is what is scaring me so bad. This is what y'all are coming up with with Boba Fett. What are y'all going to do to Kenobi? What are they going to nah. do to destroy Kenobi? That is scares me because like you, you can't, you have to have a great story for Kenobi. If you don't, you're going to lose so many fans. Everybody is anticipating this. Everybody anticipated the book of Boba Fett. And all I'm hearing from like 90% of the people just talk about this is crap. What, what was going on? And that's what's so scary because then I look at it like, oh man, Kenobi's coming out. What did that, what, what are they going to do with Kenobi? Like, are, are, is it going to be garbage like this? Are they going to destroy Kenobi too? It's like they almost intentionally trying to destroy Star Wars. See, That's how I, I feel like they're intentionally trying to just, just, just stab Star Wars in the heart. Uh, dead. And I don't get it. CJ. <laughs> Rob said he was watching the Power Rangers. <laughs> That's what it feel like. Like I've seen better Power Rangers episodes than this. It just wasn't it just wasn't it wasn't good. It just it just left you so disappointed. CJ, how did you feel about the episode? I want to hear how you felt. I felt I at first I was upset. You know, it started off great. Yeah. It started off strong. It was solid all the way up until after the Rancor thing. After he was given the Rancor by the Huts, and, you know, he let BK go, and I was like, okay, cool, I wonder how this is going to turn into, and then it just, it just dived. It was, it was like a fighter jet going in for a freaking sweep. It just, but what fighter jet didn't pull up. What tanked it? That damn yeah. chase scene. That chase scene. Yeah, this is the thing. Oh, you have a, you have a jetpack. You have a damn jetpack. <laughs> and you landed... As soon as the Vespa game <laughs> stops him? No, you could have literally flown your fucking jetpack into that speeder, punched the guy out, and stopped the speeder. But you had the Vespa gang in a slow speed chase? Hey. No, hey, it was don't crap. You, don't you come for the Vespas. Don't you come for no, my, my country's Vespas, culture. <laughs> if I were to watch Vespas, 
I would just look up anything British or Italian on my TV behind me. Not both uh, of them. That is, that was aggravating. It was. That was I, disappointing. I'm that was not a chase scene. I have seen better chase scenes in indie movies. I've seen better chase scenes played out in my living better, room by a two-year-old. I've seen better, I've seen better chase scenes in Paw Patrol, bro. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Hey. <laughs> That's, it's aggravating. It's, I have, I'm having the, like, I have faith. <laughs> Rob, yes. I, I have faith. They can't buy water, will... but they can get cybernetic to rob people. Right. so much that didn't make sense. CJ, carry on your point. I see. Yeah, I, I do have. Did. I do have faith that it can turn around. We're only on episode three. There's seven of them. Yeah. Th- yeah. This is the thing. This Harrison, isn't a John or Dave product to me. Oh. I feel like this is a lot of Robert, because if you look at John Favreau's work. It's good. You got Iron Man as a prime example. He was one of the producers, or one of the directors in Endgame. He was one of the directors in Infinity War. He did Mando. Like, we know that he has grade A work, but this isn't him. I think the beginning might have been his direction, but I don't feel like he was on set during that chase scene. I don't feel like he was on set for a lot of this. I feel like he wrote the story. It was intended to be a really high-speed, violent chase, and it turned into... As Chris, I think Chris, was it Chris or Rob? Somebody said Power Rangers. It just became a Nickelodeon or a Disney bullcrap that I'm not in for. You either flip this around or you stop putting it up. Plain and simple. Because if you ruin Boba Fett for me, that is, that's bad. (laughs) Garrison, how did you feel? Um, So first off, at the beginning, yeah, at the beginning, I was like, okay, so far, I thought the beginning was... I actually kind of saw it. I thought the beginning of this episode should have been the first episode. Um, it's kind of giving you a little bit of background about the power vacuum after Jabba the Hutt and what's going on in Tatooine. I like that. I like hearing about more moving pieces and kind of what's going on in the world yeah. and where his place in it is. So I thought that was good, and it kind of gave me a taste of what I think could the show could be. Um, but then it got worse. You know, you go on, you see the... You, you see the the Tuscan Raiders village totally destroyed. And I was like, oh, look like Anakin's back on Tatooine. But, yeah. Uh, killing the women and the children too. But um, but then anything beyond that was just bad. You know, like the Power Ranger moped squad chasing <laughs> him down. The One of the worst chase scenes I think I've ever seen. They're going like five miles an hour. I mean, just run alongside him. You probably would have caught him quicker. Um, the, Visuals were really bad. I've seen B-rated movies that just looked better, looked cleaner, looked smoother. Um, I was shocked. And then overall, the yeah. Uh, and then overall, I think the the plot um, and the way it's being told so far, it, sh- it just seems kind of superficial to me. It doesn't seem like there's mm. a lot of complexity or depth to it. Um, like Clone Wars, even Clone Wars, which was made for kids, had at least some depth where adults could find some more, <laughs> some more to think about. But this looks... I thought the hoverboard chase in Back of the Future 2 was better. <laughs> it was, but um, the plot it just seems very superficial, very um, just very plain. I mean, there's nothing more to think about. There's nothing more to get into. There's no moving pieces. It's just childish, almost. Um, and it's disappointing. And I don't know. It's getting me to the point where, like, I say I like Star Wars, and people are like, you like Book of Boba Fett? And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, it's almost embarrassing. <laughs> Not that Star Wars. <laughs> it's, it's getting embarrassing. 
Real quick, Nick, they basically they started writing it in 2017, started filming in 2020, they finished it June of 2021. So they have plenty of time to make this better. <coughs> and if they were gonna make it like this, they could have pushed it. Plain and simple. Push it Hi. push it a week, push it a couple weeks, push it a month. Who cares? You could have, you could have started twenty twenty two off with this. I just gave uh, you know, yourself like, an extra month. Like we talked on Saturday with the guys from thirteen thirteen. You know, everybody was, I kind of have a feeling that they're, that's what they're going to do. They're going to do all these just weird episodes. Gosh. And then and seven, they're going to bring in somebody like Han Solo or somebody like that into the fold to give you that big reveal right at the end like they tried to do it. Well, I'm not even going to say they tried to do because they yeah. did it in The Mandalorian. And it's just going to be tasteless. It's going to be like you put out seven crappy episodes. Right. And then you bring in one of the main characters to give us this big reveal at the end, which would be kind of cool because may, maybe hopefully they do better in season two. But at the same time, it's just going to leave a bad taste in everybody's mouth. It's going to be like, you just did that just to keep people watching. You're not right, trying think... to bring out something that's going to be beneficial to, you know, Star Wars fans. And right, I, know I, I think that's... Go ahead, Garrison. Oh, I think that's a good way to put it. I think it's just a bunch of cheap cash grabs and they, they try to redeem it with some nostalgia with Han Solo at the end. But even if they did bring in Han Solo, to me, that's like I said before, that's like putting makeup and lingerie on a pig. Like <laughs> you try to dress something up to make it look all nice. It's still just a bunch of crap underneath. <laughs> we really, I think a lot of people were, especially if we're going with the theory that these are very Rodriguez-led episodes, which I think they are from looking at them and also comparing them to kind of previous work. People wanted machete Rodriguez. People wanted like badass, diehard, like horrific, amazing. And we ended up with Spy Kids and it, it was so that kind far. of... So far. Some of it... No, 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 that's but fair. But some of it, quite that... a... Go ahead. Go quite ahead, a lot of this, quite a lot of this episode reminded me of the the kind of simple comedy of like the Phantom Menace, like specifically Jar Jar, like there was a lot of a gentle, wholesome, fun comedy and stuff that I really wasn't expecting to be in there considering the tone of what we thought the show was going to be. But I still really believe that we're seeing Boba set up to fail. This is his failure before his triumph. Like he does not know what he's doing. Man is completely clueless, getting ripped out of bed at two o'clock in the morning by a giant Wookiee, whatever. Doesn't know what he's well, my doing. thing is, you got all these people in the palace. How did he even get in yeah, there? Like, how did he you see the giant Wookiee walk in? Like, did they, he just walks hey. in and just snatches you out of well, the thing. Like, how did he though. get in there? Think you got it. guards. Sleeping in the room? You got, you got <laughs> your little gang there. You got Finnick. Everybody is there. And they just walk in. He just walks in and just snatches you out of your bed. Like, how does that... My, you know what the craziest thing is during that scene that I noticed that the water flew out of the back, the back of, fell out of the back of the tank. Like, damn, they just wasting back to like that. Like, that was my, that out. was my exact first thought. I was like, oh, what a waste of money. <laughs> like, why? Oh, oh so shit, not he's like he's short of it. <laughs> he just like, like I was he like, he just what? threw that freaking watermonger 500 credits and told him to pound sand. <laughs> I was just sitting there like, wait, wait, wait a minute, what's going on? Like, because like they, they kind of catch you, you know, because he said they're eating. they got you in a dream. <laughs> Thank you, Dylan. <laughs> like, honestly, I'm going to say this real fast, Dylan. I am ready for this weekend for you to be on the show. Like, I want to hear this come out of your mouth. Oh like, my god! If you're like, if you're coming up with this on the fly, I want us. I want. I want this on the. I want to hear it. It's just. I don't know. It. it, it 
it just, I don't know, it was just bad, man. It just, it just, I, I want to, I want so bad to like this. Like, I do. I want it to be great, and it's just, it just hurts so bad because I'm just disappointed. Show after show, like, come on, man. It's something, what the hell? Like, what is this? Like, and I understand that, you know, budget and who knows what Disney did and you have COVID and all this different stuff, but come on. Like, you had to know this was bad. You, you guys watched these episodes. And then to give it the hype that they gave it, Robert Rodriguez, no filler, all thriller, and it's nothing but filler. Like, like I've been thrilled twice in three episodes. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, that's it. That's, that's all we're getting. Like, it's just not, it's just not good. Like I said, um, I mean, it just makes me fearful for what's to come in the future. If regarding, keep... oh, sorry, Wait. Kyle. No, no, you're right. Um, regarding the chase scene, um, I, tried, I spoke about this in the group chat. Um, I think, hypothetically, because the majority of it was done digitally, obviously, <laughs> like there's no way they made a whole set and did all of that practically, whatever. I Sets absolutely of TVs, think... That whole, that whole studio that they had that they did the Mandalorian, yeah, it's, like, it's like it's a giant it's, coliseum. It's just... Yeah. It's just nothing but There's TVs that. everywhere. Even the floor is TVs, from my understanding. And I, I think, I think that there must have been a cut where it was faster and like sped up, but nothing would have been readable. And like Tatooine is so tight and cramped, so I guess they're trying to make it seem like it's it's terrifying and perilous in these tiny little passageways and corridors and tight turns. But it was so so slow. And I wish it feels like it feels like it went out and nobody checked it, nobody watched it through and went, does this fit together with the last two episodes that we've seen and that we've put out? Rob says, the first thing he did was keep the two Gamorreans, they're really serious, but yes, they are. <laughs> Every time they turn around, they're coming. Okay, this seems like a good place to hear from today's sponsor. Are you having trouble keeping up with your little bundle of joy? Then you are in luck. Galactic droids have some of the best nanny droids that money can buy. And the best part is they are cheap. Why are they so cheap? Because after the Clone Wars came to an end, they bought all of the battle droids and refurbished them. Now instead of being programmed for war, they are programmed to love. So stop by Galactic Droids and pick up your child's new nanny droid today. Galactic Droids takes no responsibility for droids that maim, kill, or molest any of your children. Buy at your own risk. And I don't know, them other dudes... My thing is this. You... Okay. Okay, here, here goes my issue. <laughs> okay. Your your issue? <laughs> my issue. Wookiees can rip people's arms off and stuff. And I, I, I already know where you're going to come at me with this, Charlie, but it's still a giant-ass Wookiee. They, they're... He, he should have broke his back. Like, he was just squeezing the crap out of it. All thing that happened he is did. his big toe spiked. So his big toe went up like he I was kissing. I he did break his back. Can, like, I, can, I, can I say something? Mm-hmm. So if you, if you remember in anything in the Dr. Af Afro and, if, like, hearing about Blacker Sanson, he loves to torture. He loves to be menacing. He loves to watch the life leave. Like, when he literally got off of Kashyyyk because he was literally kicked out of Kashyyyk, which crazy. Jesus. He beat a Wookiee practically into a coma to catch the, um, what are the, what, what's boss? I can't remember his. Uh, Trandoshan? Yeah, to catch the the four Trandoshans hunting Wookiees. He killed two, tortured one and then killed him, and then tortured one and then made him fly him to the twin brothers to go fight in the gladiator pits. Like, this guy likes torture. He's dark. Yeah, but he's also somebody that's getting paid to go in and kill Boba Fett. But that then doesn't on mean top he, of that, he can enjoy it, though. He hit Boba Fett with a pair of electric brass. If I hit you with some brass knuckles and I ain't even that big, I could kill you. Sick. 
Those were so cool. Oh, yeah. And he hits Boba Fett with a pair of brass knuckles and Boba Fett gets up. He knocked out Chewbacca with some brass knuckles. Knocked him out. And it, he he didn't kill this little scrawny human with some brass back, knuckles. Like I said, it's going back to that point I just made. What if he's enjoying the torture in the moment? Because well, he's still got to prove- up. They were still, setting it up. He's still got to prove How? that he killed him. He hit the but one dude with one eye that would have just busted his whole eye off. He hit him with the brass knuckles. Like, what, what, what's going on? How man? do like, we know? How do we know that BK didn't go in there to just rough him up and scare the shit out? Scare the scare the oh, just suck out of him. Didn't the huts say that they sent him to kill him? Yeah, they said Did that. They? Yeah, they said yeah. that. So. They said they were sorry for sending him to kill him, and then Bubble Fed just let him go. I knew why he let him go because now he owes him a life debt. So yeah. I knew why that was going to come because there's going to, he has to come back. He's too popular. Because he could have put BK back in that pit and fed him to the Rancor and called Yeah, him there's no way he doesn't come back. They wouldn't introduce yeah. him just to have him. Yeah. yeah I mean, and I feel like he's going to be I know that That's going to tie into the Kenobi series. I know. I really, I really hope so because that would be great to see BK and Obi-Wan have that fight scene that we saw in the comics. I think that'd be amazing. And it just, I think that that's something that's, you know, going, because at, at some point, there, there has to be bounties for anybody that finds a Jedi. He's on Tatooine, you know? <laughs> Sooner or later, it's gonna get word back to to Boba or whoever, or we don't know if Kenobi is introduced. That would be something that's interesting because now that we think about it, we know they filming the, and they were filming the Kenobi series at the same time. What is if his Kenobi is the one that's in the last uh, episode of the Book of Boba Fett? That would make no sense oh. because Kenobi's dead. This is yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. You're right. You're right. But I, I'm jumping the gun here because I'm yeah, like, Man, you that'll just, be exciting. You're just, you're just ah. hoping for something better than Han Solo. That'll be exciting. You really are. No, like, I wouldn't mind seeing Han Solo. It just it'll be taste. It, it, it's, it's gonna be tasteless to bring in to bring in Han Solo at the end, because it's not gonna be. It, I'd rather just, see Chewie and BK fight. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather like see. see I'd like to see straight. like Han and Chewie land the Falcon, and BK is just standing there ready to fight Chewie again. Like you don't have that three PO droid to knock my ass out this time. Like, well, it'd be really. Wait a minute. So this is after. This is five years after a return of the Jedi. Yes. So, so if it's five years, what if it was Rex? <gasps> don't. Yo. Don't. Why? Have, have Morrison play have. both sides. Just split screen the film. That would be dope. You just, you just watch him walk in with the Rex, like, the Wait a minute, no, that can't even be right. It gotta be a farther than that. It has to be farther than that because Finnick is old now. And she's in her, she's in her, she's young in the, in, in the. She's looking good though. Cause she's older so, now. So in the Bad Batch, which is right after the thing, it has to be longer than five years. No, nah, but Mandalorian takes place like five years after uh, Battle of Yavin, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah I think they got their timelines all mixed up then because. Right, and then Mando's right before this. Cause Finnick yeah. is in, this is, this is young Finnick in the Bad Batch. And Bad Batch is right after, like literally right after. And now she's older. Bad so Batch book is of, after uh, Attack of Boba the Boba Fett is after Order 66. So the Book yeah. of Boba Fett occurs yeah. okay, two yeah. separate timelines separated by five years. When he meets the Sand People, that's right after Return. And then every time it goes back to the regular time, that's five years after that. Hey, mm. So this right, is after right, he did right, all that stuff right. for Mando and all that. <laughs> yeah, that's... Um, that's 
I'm gonna pull up uh, Chris's comment. He said, I don't get that decision at all by the twins. Like, we're sorry, we sent this guy to kill you, our bad, take this rancor. I think it's a Trojan horse. I think it's, I think the rancor's already been trained. I think all of the emotional, you know, rancors are emo, only Danny Trejo could say that rancors are emotionally complex creatures. And make us believe it. <laughs> and make us believe it. what eat it up. Like, <laughs> only that man. I, I'd be, I'd be keen for that, but so far I haven't seen enough complexity but the thing in the is, show. The rancor, though, I feel you like to read into this, I think there's more going on. I also feel like that rancor thing makes sense because, like, Moochie, the second Moochie saw Bib Fortuna in the Bad Batch, Moochie got overly excited and ran up to Bib. Mm-hmm. And then the Moochie. rancor trainer and the rancor trainer in uh, Return of the Jedi Pride. lost his mind over losing his rancor. Yeah. Like, what if that's real? But Danny Trejo's character is supposed to try to train the Rancor to turn on Boba when he least um, expects it. So it's a it's a Trojan horse, but not at the same time. If anybody would like a reference, here is a Night Sister. If it pops up, there we go. Here is a Night Sister riding a Rancor. I am so excited. I want to see that so bad. I don't Which care what looks, anybody says. I want to see that. Don't do it. I, I wouldn't mind taken, seeing it. But you've got to build up to it. Taken directly from the Legends book, The Courting of Princess Leia. <laughs> And all the nice sisters dead by the time Princess Leia is around. Not all of them. Uh, Who knows? But I think it looks badass. So the biggest thing with the Night Sisters is a lot of the ones that were killed obviously died, and they were put into sacks and hung from the tree, as we see in Fallen Order. But the ones that did survive went into exile. But one had to stay behind, which we do see in Fallen Order. <laughs> I want the book. Make the book. I'll buy it. Yeah. I don't know. I just there's there's a I don't know. There's just there's so many possibilities of things that could happen, but I I don't know. They better do something because this is just getting worse and worse. Yeah, I think we're doing a lot of speculating without much kind of meat to go on. If that makes sense, there isn't much to chew over. Not really. Not at this point. And I wonder if I really. Why well, we need still need to trust the process, guys? We still need to sit back and trust the process. And I know that's so trite. <laughs> I understand it, but it gets to a point like (laughs) when, okay, let's just say it's over and you say, was Book of Boba Fett a good show? If over, so far we're at like what, like 40%? If 40% of the show is bad, can you really say it's a good show? I would would say more than that. I say more like about a good, a good 66% of the show is bad and 33%. Well, because we're, no, 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 because we're three out of seven. So let's just say the next, Four episodes are great, okay? Still, 40% of the show is going to be pretty bad. So overall, can you say it's a good show? Uh, right now, overall, I was two. Episode two, though, episode two wasn't as bad as... No, I gave episode two a six. I give this one a four. I'm at a five. That's the lowest I'm at with this one. Sorry, I'm going to give my ranking right now. That is um, the lowest I'm, I'm hoping to stay at. I hope five is the lowest I go from the rest of the season. Bro, season. you're just... Never mind. <laughs> no, because in the beginning it was great, and I love the rancor stuff. I lo- there's little subtle things in the show that I enjoyed. I didn't like the chase scene. I didn't like that he hired those freaking Vespa riders. That's not Boba Fett. That's not well, a Boba trying, Fett thing. I mean, if you that, look at the overall story of what they're trying to show us, see right now he's building up his entourage. He's building up yeah. his team. That's what he's doing. They're just not doing a good job of Vespa riders. They're just not doing a good job of showing us that because, like, dude, that 
BK whooped all of them, like everybody. They had to drop them in a raincoat pit because they was all getting their ass whooped by one Wookiee. There's like 10 of y'all now, and y'all couldn't whoop one Wookiee? Like, y'all got guns. Why didn't nobody try to shoot this fool? Like, everybody just running around slinging electric whips and stupid shit. Like, what are you doing? And then you're surviving. Like, I have to agree with Charlie. BK just must be old as hell now because, yeah. like, for real old and has no strength left in him whatsoever. Because if you get punched in the face with a pair of brass knuckles and you from a Wookiee and you survive, dude, dude that Wookiee got to be weak as hell. Also, um, another point, uh, the, the guy who's playing BK, um, Carrie Taylor, he didn't do, the, from what I can read of fan critique, he didn't do the best in his performance in Predators. And whilst he's very tall and imposing, he's maybe not the best at interacting with the costumes that he wears versus the scenery and the set that he's working with. So it could also be down to his not so great performance. I don't want to sound extremely critical. So they not trying bring to that Jonas in, in. The man can literally bring Jonas in, yeah. <laughs> jump and do flips in a Chewbacca suit covered in mud. Um, I, yeah, I liked all the Predators. Then... I thought all the Predators was good. Yeah. <laughs> Um, something you guys might find quite interesting. Um, the scene when the Tusken Raiders are being buried and it's all very sad, there's a Gregorian chanting in the background, which is from like my part of the world. Um, and it's in Mandoa. Would you guys like to know what the translation is? Because it's quite beautiful. Um, it's family is more than blood, greater than. Family is more than blood, eternal importance. Family is more than blood. And I, my heart, <laughs> he's been without family for so long now and to find that and then to have them all burned. Like, please, just just give the man a break. Let him have some peace. <laughs> Let him sleep. Oh, yeah, no. let's go around. What does everybody rate it? Like I said, a four, and I'm just going, and I'm my uh, whole four is based off of just the action part. <laughs> just the, just basically the BK and Bobo Fett, BK just whooping all of them. That's the only part that I liked in the whole episode. I thought that that was kind of cool. I just thought it was uh, some parts that like this Wookiee is punching people with brass knuckles, but it was good to watch. It was yeah. good to watch, and I, I was kind of excited about that. Other than that, the rest of it was just terrible. So I'm, I'm giving it a very gracious four. Harley, because your last point was nice. So like, does no, that the, yeah, this is the thing. I, I genuinely did it structurally and. Uh, Thematically and narratively, it maybe wasn't the best, but I did really enjoy the episode. There was lots of wow and ooh and ah and oh my goodness, look at that, did you see? Um, so I think I'd still give it what I gave the last episode, which I think was like a seven, seven and a half. Like I didn't, I didn't hate it. I get that it wasn't like, not everybody enjoyed it, but I had a lot of fun. Okay, oh, is fun. a hell of a drug. Yeah, um, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Um, yeah, next point. Boba hasn't shot his gun once. Not once. There's it's three episodes. He's not. Yeah, I'm not surprised. DJ, are you still are you still on a? I'm I'm stuck between four so and five. Done. No, I'm, I'm just. Between a four and a five. <laughs> I honestly, I'm disappointed. Oh sweet pea, look at you! I'm, I just want to give you a hug. I'm disappointed. <laughs> like he's been my favorite character for as long as I can remember, and if. They do it like this. I I hope after it's all done, you just take it off Disney Plus, for God's sakes. I hope you forget it even happened. If you're going to do them that dirty and make them look that much of a bitch, take them off. Discredit the whole thing. This Put is like a live action resistance. 
That's how I feel. Like when you're watching Resistance, like, oh man, what is going on, man? Like, what, what, what why does it, what does this have to do with Star I Wars? I love, I love what they're doing with the Tuskins. I love that. I don't care what you, you guys gotta say. I love the, the family building. I love the Polynesian ties behind it. I love everything that's hidden that you would literally have to know from legends and from books and from uh, Tamara Morrison's uh, cultural background. All I love all that. It's the hit and miss when you're a crime ward and you are Boba Fett. You're not. You're not <laughs> Bib Fortuna. You're not some random ass guy that just sat in Jabba's chair. You're Boba Fett. You're the devil's bounty hunter. Fucking act like it, please. That's all I need. That's all I ask for. You can't make you made Mando look cool as hell. Nobody knew who he was. Everybody yeah. knows who Boba Fett is. He's supposed to be better than that. He is literally the, the he is his father. I understand they're trying to do this thing where he doesn't want to be like his dad. Hell no, piss him off. He's going to be Django instead. But you literally just made him soft. The first thing he when he got thrown into that stuff with all his weapons. Why did he grab the gaffy stick? I, I wouldn't have. I would have grabbed my carbine and shot that damn Wookiee right in the forehead. Called it a day and climbed back in the back to take. <laughs> climbed back in. <laughs> well, yeah, you just got thrown by a Wookiee. up. Scooped it up off the floor and put it back in. No, and you, just got thrown by, you just got thrown by a Wookiee. I'm just going to lay back down and let it redo it. <laughs> I have nothing but high hopes, but I'm not going to get... Like, I, I hope they can fix it. Like, I hope Disney isn't pulling some crap where they're trying to make him look soft. So I do have hopes on, like, I hope I hope they can turn it around. I hope it turns around and 180 is really heavy. Because number two, the episode two looked great. I liked all of it. I didn't really have much complaints on episode two. Episode three, it literally went one, Garrison, two, you need a hug. three. That's all it's done. And I'm going to stop. Go ahead. I'm just, it bums me out. I mean, even the news article, I'm looking at the la the news article for the last three days, I mean, for the last uh, 24 hours, and Bucko Boba Fret breaks your heart. Dymo <laughs> uh, out of his depth. You know, so to me, depth, it's, it's looking like Book of Boba Flop. Um, oh. And, oh, by the way, he did fire a gun once. He fired one of the Tusken Raiders rifles when he was in the bar fight. He was using oh. it as a melee weapon and then shot it once. So he did fire a gun My bad. and the wrist yeah. rocket. I'm talking about his car. But, right. And then I think my overall rating, while this episode did have some of the best I've seen in the show so far for a brief moment, it also had some of the absolute worst. So I think I'm going to go three. Yeah. Gosh, three, it, it just four. Wasn't, Jeez. It just wasn't, it just wasn't good. It just, uh, <laughs> like, I understand that there's, there's story building and there's things that you you got to do and I think that that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to build up to this big this big episode six seven hopefully, but well, when it leaves a uh, just a, a bad taste in your I mean like make make them all good. It's not that difficult. Just make it yeah. all good. Like why why is it like Mando like even the, even the dang. Sorry, episodes was good. Like I couldn't. There's not one episode of Book of Boba Fett I rated under a six. If I was to rate all the episodes, they were all good. You know, even the ones that were just fillers, they were still good episodes. This is just like, what the hell is going on? And it's I don't know if it's just because of you know 
everybody's anticipation and, and just you're so excited and ready to do it. And they're like, oh, yeah, let's do this and let, let's get the book, book of Boba Fett. And then it just it just made it worse when they came out with this. Like, maybe if I go back and watch it, like after it's all done in like two years and I'm like, oh, this ain't that bad. But right now it's just disappointing. It's just like, come on, give me something. Give me something that I can that I can grasp to. Like in a story, there's usually something that you can grasp. Any, even the, the sorriest movie that you can watch, there's a grasp. Something that you can grasp a part of and hold on to to lead you to the end of the movie. And I haven't got that yet. There's nothing for me to hold on to. I'm just like, I feel like every episode is just, a, just another episode. It's not even like part of the same series. It's like, is this the same series? Is this, am I watching Boba Fett? What am I watching here? You know, it's, it's, it's there's no, like, nothing to grip a hold of and hold on to and carry me to the end. Like, give me something to carry me to the end. I guess I got one thing. I got one thing I can carry to the end. Yeah, me, I can hold on to her all the way to the end. <laughs> oh, yeah. Same. Oh, yeah. Same. I'm sorry. I gotta agree. But, you know. That woman is a treasure. But where was she? This whole episode. Where, where was she? Was like asleep in the roof? Where was where was she, she just, the whole time? Well, it was like take a vacation. I got I got this, the best for game. Take a vacation. This ties into Nick's point, I think. Like I said earlier, she keeps proving episode after episode that she is better suited for this job than he is. So what if she turns on him? Like I know there's a life debt and whatever, but the only no, she showed up one time. She threw her knife and hit BK's hand. And she pulled the the the, the ranker door, but. She was also there when um, they went to the uh, to the mayor. She just didn't. Yeah, I don't know what happened when they when when. when I'd the rather see her parkour yeah, and she, get the. Yeah, get she the, would have parkoured faster than that speeder went around those corners. Like, well, I think my there was no chase from is, her or something. I don't know what she was doing. Yeah, Finnick Shan is totally wrecking. But I think my problem is they're rewriting Boba Fett. Like Boba Fett is supposed to be the badass bad guy and they're completely rewriting him and changing him for no like solid reason no the story and they made an explanation of why he's not the same bounty hunter and why he's gone soft i would understand but they have it that's what i think this is or at least it's leading up to i think it will eventually all tie in together and you can see the threads of what they're trying to do it's just not being executed terribly well right now and i I do agree with that i feel like (laughs) that's what i'm saying something well, you know, you, you can there's, see, there's and it goes back to the Fowl family but... thing. It go, it all, it all yeah. ties into the Fowl family thing. The Tuskins took him in. You know, at first he was a, he was their prisoner, and then he kind of won them over by the, his actions and the things that he did. And then, you know, then they killed the, all the Tuskins in this episode, and it broke his heart. But you see how he started to, to change over to, you know, saying this more lighthearted, no longer a bounty hunter type of attitude kill everybody disintegrate people i got more feeling there's different ways to do this we can we can talk this stuff out we can do this and we don't know if this is things that he was thinking in the sarlacc pit you know we don't know what what none of the what none of the situation is but we know that this is kind of where it brings it because it's found family it goes back to found family we can see that in all the first three episodes it goes back to that you know him working with the tuscans and then the way he had tears in his eyes when he was burning them, when they killed everybody, when he threw the spear in, he had tears in his eyes. You know, you can see, okay, now, you know, you can understand why he has a little bit more of a heart and he's trying to do things a different way. Thank but that don't mean you give up and just not do anything. Yeah. Just, 
You know, yeah. it's like you still got to yeah. be. You're a crime lord now. You're 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 the head of a crime syndicate. You can't negotiate, and you got to kill some people. You got to do some stuff to, you know, to at least have people. You can rule or respect, but you know, when somebody do you dirty, kill them, whatever, and then that way people will respect you. They gonna respect you because like, all right, this dude will kill you. You know, and he's not doing that. He's like. Oh, I'll give you 500. I said 500. You know what I'm saying? And lower your prices. Like, now y'all work for me. You're like, what the hell? Like, these I'm, dudes are some, these are street rats. My these are like biggest, the- <laughs> my, my biggest thing. So, you know, when um, the guy comes in and he's like, oh, these these young people won't won't pay me the water tax or whatever. And he stands there, looks Bobber, you fat in the face and says, people don't respect you. Yeah. I remember. I, 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 man's ball, huge, <laughs> huge. Bro, but when he said that, when he said that, I couldn't help but think, well, yeah. Hold on. Thank I mean, you, Anthony. I appreciate the comment. I'm just gonna say that now. That's awesome. I appreciate the shout out. I'm glad. I'm not the only person that thinks people get annoying when I talk about this kind of stuff. So, <laughs> thanks, Anthony. <laughs> 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 Lizards, not even once. <laughs> not even once, guys. Permanent brain damage. Yeah, Chris said, I, I threw it up on the screen to say to go, but the jarring makes Boba look soft. Like, yeah, as a Mandalorian. This is the thing about Mandalorians. It's not just about being Boba Fett. Boba Fett pulled up the thing in the Mandalorian on his wrist, showed his I history and all that. Mandalorians are fighters. That's what they do. They're, they're, they're like, their whole planet is about fighting and war, and that's what they do, and, and the Boba's only making Mandalor- the Mandalorians look bad. And the, and the thing is, is, like, the only Mandalorian thing I know we'll get is him riding that damn Rancor. Yeah, but It'll I want just, it. it. Yeah, that's I the only it. Mandalorian thing I'll get. And that's if he even does armor. that, because if Charlie's right, the dude, uh, he was looking at him like, hey, I'm about to eat you in a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to eat yeah. you. I know. All I know yeah, is not- that... Bo-Katan's comment that she's just a clone, that he's just a clone, is really, really hitting hard. Well, he's, I mean... He's a clone, but she's, she made that to insult him because he's not a real Mandalorian. But he ends up being a Mandalore if you follow the books. Yeah, but he's not not being that Boba Fett. We're not doing that Boba Fett. That's not what that's we're what, getting. That's the problem. We're not doing the good Boba Fett. We're doing this <laughs> right, Boba Fett. Doing, it's like, who no, is no, this guy? We're not doing Same Boba Fett. Boba. We're doing, we're doing a new character. <laughs> and we we're, we're stated getting, that on the first episode. This is, is Boba Flop. This is a this new is, person. This is soft Boba. This is right, I'll go and can... change all the hashtags on the social media. Give me a sec. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's, it's, it's just it's numbing. Not, it's, it hurts. And and that's the worst thing. It, as Star Wars fan, we like all we do is get excited about the new Star Wars that's coming out. And when Mandalorian came out, everybody was excited and it was good. It was really, really good. And it still had the same, I mean, the, the, what, the Bad Batch, same preferences, you know, same same thing. Instead of one guy with a kid, it's five guys with a kid or four guys with a kid. You know what All I'm saying? I've got to know they is follow like the same storyline. There's the New Hope, New Hope, old guy with a kid. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, I, there's I, always a kid involved in there. There's no kid in this one. And y'all couldn't make it no better. The first time y'all go without having the kid, and y'all ruin it. Like, well, y'all well, have to have a kid in your, you in your show Boba. to make it good? Y'all don't have a kid there, it can't be good? Season two, Boba Fett scenes. Killing, 
firing his gun, firing his knee rockets, his, his, his jetpack rocket. You made Boba in season two of Mandalorian. Boba Fett. That was that, that's that's the guy I know. That's the oh books. That's everything I looked at. And then you turned around and you made this crap. Dude, he killed so many stormtroopers in that. I think he killed like all the stormtroopers. Yeah. I don't even think Mando and Finnick killed, but like one apiece. No, nah, oh, he wouldn't even. He didn't even have to use all the stuff. He was whooping their asses with his hands, and then he got beat up by a Tuscan Raider. <laughs> Nick, that is a beefy question. Who got done more dirty by Legends versus Canon, Luke or Boba? Luke, hands down. I'm sorry. We still have four more episodes. They can probably save this. They did Luke so dirty. They did Luke so dirty. They did him so. They did him so <laughs> dirty. That's Luke Skywalker. He killed Palpatine. Well, actually, Vader killed Palpatine. Vader killed Palpatine. <laughs> no, Vader, Luke's love. Luke's love. Luke's love. Okay, yeah, yeah. Luke's love. No, that's Luke's part. love with Vader and Vader realizing that that's his blood. love. Damn straight. It was a spark of the, of the light side inside of Anakin that killed, or Vader that killed Palpatine. It was that little spark. And Luke's Luke getting fucked up, getting electrocuted is the one that activated that spark. Like highest violin. Just, just, still, just, it's still, it's still valid though. I also wanted to point out that Boba Fett with the Rancor was very much the energy of Dad doesn't want a dog, gets a dog, and becomes the dog's best friend. Yep, hands down. <laughs> Maybe that's what happens. Maybe that's what happens. Because it was like, we can't kill Finnick because, you know, she got to be around for season two. We don't really yeah. want to kill none of these guys. They they, they kind of cool. They got cybernetics. We'll get a Rancor, and then they'll kill the Rancor, and then that'll make Boba Fett get mad. And he'll go crazy, and then start killing everybody because they killed this pet. That's why I named no, it. That, that's they're why doing the a John Wick with Boba Fett? <laughs> yeah. They're John Wicking Boba Fett, really? No. Yes. Yeah, it's going to be John Wick. <laughs> John Wick all over again. Also, kill the dog, he got to kill everybody. It's so apparent in three episodes that Boba Fett as a character loves animals. And I I kind of love that. I just. No, Chris, we all thought that. Everybody he, thought that he, when we seen all yes. the dead Tuskins. Everybody thought Ghost that. Ghost Anakin just dancing. It's background. <laughs> it's just in the background. Well, like, I told you guys this wasn't over. <laughs> I'm killing all of y'all. I said the men, the women, and the children. I didn't just mean that tribe. I mean every single one of y'all. Every Tuscan. Every <laughs> guilty by association. Look it up. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> this is the business insider on MSN says Disney Plus's new Star Wars series, The Book of Boba Fett, hasn't caught on with fans. No, it hasn't. The, the, <laughs> You're our so fans absurd, are heartbroken. You. The fans are heartbroken. I'm like, I like, I'm genuinely hurt. Like this, this is not okay. Stop, because you're actually breaking my heart. How <laughs> <laughs> do you think my heart? Damn, damn it! Like I said earlier, man, it just it concerns me because like if y'all really did this to Boba Fett, like I'm just so scared of what they're gonna do to Kenobi. Like, if Kenobi isn't great, man, the fans, like, dude, we're going to start a new podcast and talk about Marvel or something, because if they kill Kenobi off or just make Kenobi just, just well, garbage. We're one that talks about everything. everything. <laughs> yeah. We're talking about whatever we want. Because they're just ruining Star Wars with this. Like, dude, Kenobi would be, if they ruin Kenobi and they, like. I hope so, Dylan. I hope so. It just, 
it just it just it's just heartbreaking i don't even know i don't even have words to describe how bad it's a feeling as a star wars fan like like i said i've been rewatching all the movies i started off on the phantom menace and i i just watched um yes um the correct order uh, yeah i'm watching them in the correct order but i just got done watching um new hope yesterday or last night and i'm like dude this is star wars this is Star Wars. This is how Star Wars is supposed to be. Like, even when you go back and you watch The Phantom Menace and everything looks way better and all their gadgets and guns and everything is like a hundred times better. And then you get to New Hope and you watch that. Like, why the hell did I just digress like 40 years? You know what I'm saying? And and, and, and the look, but the, the, the story, it's the story that captivates you want to watch Star Wars. It just makes you just, it re regenerates you and just makes you like, Star Wars is wonderful. And then you watch the book of Boba Fett right after that. And you're like, what the hell is this? Like, this is not Star Wars. This is, what is this? Like, what are y'all doing to Star Wars? Like, I would rather go watch Resistance than I would have watched this episode of the book of Boba Fett. Like, and I hate Resistance. I think that was the most garbage thing ever. And I would have rather watched that. That's how depressing. At least there's a story. Like, I don't feel that there's a story. Just sad. It wow. really is sad, and they gotta—they gonna have to do something great to like draw to to, to draw me back in, like because like next episode better be a big, yeah, like hands down. You better come in I heavy. Think... You better come in action packed. You BK better come back. You better throw some Bosk in there. Like you gotta if you're gonna come swing, <sighs> you gotta come swing with everything you've I got think, and make it. I think the next I... episode. This is what happens. This is my this is my prediction for the next episode. Bobo goes and visits the Pikes. Oh yeah. He's gonna go visit the Pikes. The Pikes is going to say, okay, everybody trying to kill this dude and they can't kill him. We don't know why, but they can't kill him. Then they hire Bosk. Bosk comes after Boba and BK saves him. That's my prediction for the next episode. Fair. <laughs> we are. Oh, Dylan, we are, that's so true. Dylan, we are in a toxic relationship with Star Wars. And on that note, has everybody felt like they've said their piece? Everybody, everybody good? No, none of us are good. None of it. All of us are sad. All I'm of us exhausted. are depressed. We want to go home. <laughs> that is absolutely fair, as it is nearly two o'clock in the morning for me. Oh, what? Yeah. I didn't understand your. That's why I, I didn't understand your statement earlier when you was like, "Oh, you spoiler. Um, you spoiled it, it for me." I was like, "What the hell? It's like ten o'clock in the afternoon, your time. What are you doing?" It doesn't drop till about eight o'clock in the. It doesn't drop till about eight in the morning for me, and I didn't oh, really? get up until about one. Oh, you were just slacking. Slacking. I was slacking. I was slacking. <laughs> oh, I guess because you have to stay up late, you got to get up. Yeah, I still, yeah. <laughs> um, I hope that the next episode is a little better and a little brighter, and we can come back to this weekly catch up with some more positive notes, please, because I'm I'm tired. I'm emotionally drained. <laughs> Hail Palpatine! Hail Palpatine, indeed. Thank you so Palpatine much for, for joining us. Thank you so much. Shut up, Carl. Thank you. <laughs> I'm trying to bring some light to it. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get everybody laughing because this was not. That's this was fair. a very depressing and sad episode. Despite the fact it was depressing and sad, thank you everybody so much for joining us for our Wednesday's episode of Lightsaber Radio. Please join us again on Saturday at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time for our regular weekly show where we talk about anything and everything Star Wars. As always, be kind. Be safe and may the force be with all of you, every single one of you, always. Bye. See you guys. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not ready. <laughs> oh, you didn't click the button. 
Thank you for tuning in to LSR. If you enjoyed the show, consider subscribing so you can be notified when new episodes are released. If you would like to be a guest on the show or just want to give us some feedback, feel free to email us. You can also reach out to us on all major social media platforms. They're linked in the show notes below. Lightsaber Radio is produced by Pick Film Media and is a Sway cast original, starring Charlie Harwood, Garrison Turcott, CJ Elliott, and Carl McDaniel. And don't forget to join us next time for more adventures in a galaxy far, far away.